Welcome to Transformation in 10, bringing you expert insights for navigating the transformations impacting application delivery. This podcast is presented by Tricentis and brought to life by our special guests across the quality, DevOps, cloud, and business worlds. Hello, listeners. It is your host, Emma Pete. And today I'm with a fellow Tricentics, as we like to refer to ourselves. And that is Cyrus Manu Cherian. He is Director of Corporate Development here at Tricentis. If you like, you can check the episode out on video today. Go ahead and find the link in the episode description for that. So welcome, Cyrus. Uh, how's it going? I believe you're out there in, in Pittsburgh. So from Vienna to Pittsburgh. Hello. Well, good morning and good afternoon, Emma. Uh, really happy to be here. Really excited. Things are going good. It's Friday. <laughs> yes, it is Friday. It's always a, a good day to arrive at. Just for our, our listeners, uh, Cyrus, you've been in the software space for, I counted around 15 years, according to your LinkedIn profile, and you've spent a lot of your time developing and managing products in the tech space. And before landing here, you product managed at Microfocus for several years. And that's no coincidence given our topic of conversation today. It's a recent development that is pretty impactful for the testing community, especially for those using their products. It's the acquisition of Microfocus. And they've been acquired by OpenText, which is a Canadian-owned software company, and they specialize in information management solutions. So what I'm going to kick off with you today is... uh, what the acquisition of Microfocus means to you. You know, you've been there several years. It's a it's a big deal. And also for the testing community at large. I find the acquisition to be quite interesting, only in the sense that it doesn't seem like some of the assets that are going from Microfocus to OpenText make sense. As you know, Microfocus had or has a pretty extensive portfolio of products. Tricentis primarily kind of competes with the ADM or application delivery management portfolio, but they also have IT operations, cyber resilience, their security portfolio, AMC, their application uh, modernization and connectivity, which is really geared towards modernizing COBOL, and then data information, governance, and Vertica. So there's a lot in the portfolio. In the context of ADM, which is where we kind of compete with, it doesn't scream like great to me personally. I, I, I'm still trying to understand how their ADM portfolio, which has a very rich um, legacy and history, is going to fit within open text. Microfocus, you know, when the acquisition was completed several years ago with uh, HPE Software, it was the seventh largest pure play software company in the world. And ever since then, you know, based on the quarterly reports, the, the, the numbers have unfortunately declined. Uh. I'm really interested to see once this acquisition is complete, what they decide to do with the ADM portfolio. For ADM, the big focus is really going to be around innovation. And then I think more importantly, the value that they're going to bring to their customers. If you read some of the, just the recent articles that they've come out with in the past couple of weeks around this acquisition, I have seen a lot of data come around their data and information governance portfolio, and then more interestingly, their security portfolio as well. Ah. There seems to be a good like mesh there with what they're trying to do around digital transformation and cloud transformations. But I don't want to speak entirely for the testing community, but you know, Microfocus has had assets that have a lot of historical significance 
like the the Load Runner family, Fortify under CyberRes, and and of course you know Cobalt. And with those assets, some customers have been it from start to to where it is today. So I really think that the those customers may actually start to reevaluate those um, solutions that they're they're using today. That's a really good background on not only the acquisition, but yeah, microfocus and and what they offer. And as to your point, it does remain to be seen how their portfolio will fit into that of open text. You know, this is very recent, fresh off the bat news. And as you mentioned, you know, it's certainly like microfocus have acquired their testing tools from HB. That was just five years ago. And Acquisitions are, you know, it does present a lot of innovation, opportunity, as well as the uncertainty angles. So from a microfocus point of view, why do you think the products have changed hands so many times in light of the HPE acquisition as well, and maybe more previously? So it's good to have a little bit of historical context on this subject, right? So Hewlett-Packard, when it was just HP, spun merged uh, I think it was like 2015, where they became two entities, HPI, like HP, Hewlett-Packard Inc., and Hewlett-Packard Enterprise. Uh, and that's where the software assets that we're talking about uh, landed. And then within less than two years, those same software assets got spun merged with MicroFocus. And interestingly enough, MicroFocus had done several acquisitions before this. This, I think, was their largest one had done several acquisitions around kind of in the same space with companies like Borland and Serena Software. So when you think about all of that put together, they're just created this large overlap of solutions that kind of adhere to the overall testing community, specifically in our world. When this all like came to, to fruition and, and everything kind of closed, I think from, from a testing community perspective, the positioning and the messaging of the solutions wasn't quite clear. It created a lot of confusion. And I really do think that it was a little bit of a shame that the assets got moved so many times because when you think about those assets, a lot of those longtime customers and, and, and users, they started way back in the Mercury Interactive days. And quite frankly, Mercury Interactive kind of created, it was the de facto standard, right? So it really did set the paradigm of, of modern quality. That's where everything started. Mm-hmm. When you thought of quality or anyone was thinking about quality assurance or testing, immediately it was Mercury Interactive. And then when Mercury got acquired by HP, it was 2007, the integration story started to, or the lack of integration started to uh, unravel. And with the, the ADM portfolio and the IT operations portfolio, no story ever got formulated very well. And then ever since, it's gone through so many iterations of you know product messaging, integrations. And so it never quite, let's say, skyrocketed or catapulted since, I think, even that 2007 period. Yeah, that's really helpful. Yeah, if you want my humble, pure Cyrus opinion, I think that once the entire acquisition is completed, I think that there are going to be some portfolios that get divested from open text. Yeah. Again, thank you for that historical context, actually. And to your point around the products being passed around quite significantly and not being able to find their feet and kind of a firm standing, you know, this does bring about uncertainty around the product itself, but also the terms of service. And then 
you know, could change pricing are all subject to change. But then, of course, this does bring about opportunity, you know, to potentially look further afield for testing services. So let's say you're in the Mark Focus community now feeling a little uncertain and you're looking for an alternative vendor for some security, stability, still with that innovation. What kind of criteria should you be looking out for to fulfill when you're looking for that new tool across these different areas? Without a shadow of a doubt, I think that the community potential customers, uh, just anyone in general, will start to evaluate vendors that are high in the Gartner quadrant and Forrester wave, where we're quite biased here that Tricentis is, is a leader. Not only that, though, you know they, they really should start looking at vendors that are growing, innovating, and have modern so- solutions with a SaaS-first mindset. Yes, yeah. Tricentis has been doing this over the years very well impeccably. Um, they've made many, many strategic acquisitions like um, Neoload in the performance engineering space, TX3, and Testem, which are the more recent ones. However, Tricentis also has a very rich history. And with that history, they continue to innovate on their flagship solutions like Tosca and, and QTest. So those are some some pillars that I would be looking at. But I also believe that when the when the community starts to evaluate uh, vendors outside of microfocus, they're also going to look at how they're going to provide value. And yeah, thank you for that little insight too into Tricenus and how we have you know we've scaled in many ways, but one is certainly with the acquisitions we've made over the past couple of years. Let's say you're going to undertake a migration. You know, you're you're going to migrate from an old microfocus tool to another. This may cause a little bit of head scratching because we are, I'm looking for a succinct answer. Let's see. But in 10 words or less, what's your best advice, uh, Cyrus, for anyone undertaking a migration from one tool to another? Define your needs and identify a vendor that will align with your future roadmap. Perfect. Yeah. I like that developing for the future, not just for the present and keeping up with all of the demands of, uh, of, of DevOps and delivering faster at speed, so at quality. And to wrap up our conversation, if you could change one thing in the application development world, what would it be? So we're widening it out here. It could be anything at all. It's been a long time since I've done actual development, but you know <laughs> the, the tech stack today for application development is ever-evolving. And I think we have to appreciate the adoption of it. There are many companies, many vendors in our space and outside of our space that are adopting these new technologies. Like it's it's cool to talk about running Kubernetes on EKS or AKS and, and many of the different serverless options that are available to us. I think if there's one thing to change is just don't forget about quality and the end user experience. Marvelous. Yeah. A real customer first approach. All right then, Cyrus. So these chats always fly by. And this is certainly uh, one of them. So I want to thank you for your time and for sharing your pretty unique insights coming from a microfocus world and now here. So listeners, if you would like to hear more about that acquisition and what it means, then be sure to sign up for an upcoming webinar in October. And you can sign up on tricenus.com for that. So yeah, thanks a lot, Cyrus. Uh, It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. The pleasure has been all mine. And uh, 
uh, I look forward to getting my my morning cup of coffee as well. <laughs> yes. Big respect to you for coming in on a Friday morning uh, and giving it your all. So as ever, thank you for listening. Until next airtime. time.